I was asked to spare, share a bit of my spiritual journey to you as a testimony to God's mercy and grace. And my main point is best stated through Romans 8:28, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. So for the past 23 years, I have suffered from a disease called fibromyalgia. It's a chronic and incurable neurological disease that results in pain, fatigue, and weakness. I have not had one pain-free day in 23 years. I don't have good days and bad days. I have bad days and worse days. Um, I'm blessed with an extremely loving and helpful husband and a full-time nanny that acts as my arms and legs to manage a full-time, um, a five-person household. Prior to my illness, I was active, optimistic, energetic, had a strong sense of purpose and a strong faith in God. The illness shattered my hopes and my dreams that I'd had for my life, for my career as a professional, what I had hoped to be as a mother and wife, and it even severely limits what I can do on a daily basis, just basic daily tasks. And I faced a spiritual crisis through this and began to ask what everything I believed in God, was it true? I first asked if God exists, but I rejected atheism as utterly incompatible with everything that I have seen in this world, everything I experienced. I really do feel that nature cries out that God is my maker. So I rejected atheism. Then I asked, is God all-powerful and is he just? And again, God, a God who can make this great universe can certainly heal me. So I completely um, affirm that God is all-powerful and just. But then I question, is God good? And that one took me longer to resolve. And my husband actually challenged me. He said, if you're questioning that, you can't leave that out there. It would be blasphemy to, to not answer that question. And what I realized was I was just shaking my fist at God by, asking, by questioning whether he was good. And really what I was saying was, I don't trust you. I don't like what you're doing in my life, God. And I don't trust that, you, that all things work for, for good for those who love him. But after this journey, I can affirm that God is good and that our life, no matter what our circumstances, are a good gift. So then I struggled with what were the reasons for my illness. Was it a punishment for past sins? Was it my lack of faith, which some people have actually intimated, and that's been a difficult thing to deal with? I admit that my uh, response to my illness has not always been honorable, and my family and husband have to bear the brunt of that at times. And the whole experience has exposed the depth of my spiritual poverty. As Johnny said, really, each day of life is about learning the depth of our sin and the greatness of God's love for us. And this is really just my story of what he preached on. As far as I know, I've confessed all known sin and received God's full forgiveness. So I came to the conclusion that, yes, God indeed loves each one of us, has a purpose for each of us. He did not leave me in the dust just by giving me this illness. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. And Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works uh, and that he prepared in advance for us to do. What I learned was that I was created to do his good works and to do his purpose. And I had basically been wanting to do my good works and my purpose. So he, he used my illness to shatter my agenda. 
in, in the end, a good thing. God's used this experience to mature my faith, expose my utter dependence on him, and guide me to a less self-oriented worldview. I now accept this illness as something God allows. He doesn't intend suffering, but he allows it in our life. In my case, it's my daily cross to bear as, my, as the means that he used to refine and perfect my faith. I don't doubt he could heal me in an instant. He could heal me fast or slow in any way he wants, but thus far he's chosen not to. So my role is to trust and obey, and as Johnny said, to submit. It's really about following, submitting, and obeying. And to, um, regardless of my circumstance, to reaffirm his goodness and power, which is what I'm doing here today. And I hope in another 20 years I can still reaffirm his goodness and power in my life. Hebrews 12:11 says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Now that last phrase is the part we probably leave off. We need to be trained by our suffering. Otherwise, suffering just stinks. <laughs> it does. It's for no, it's for not, unless you can let God use the hard things you're going through to refine and redeem you. God does not want, he does not delight in our suffering and pain, but through the fall, it did enter the world, and God can use it for our good if we will let him. So I urge you to let God use whatever daily cross you're taking up, whatever pain, whether it be emotional, spiritual, financial, however, as a means of burning off your warped actions and attitudes, as he's done with mine, and replacing it with a humble and sincere uh, faith and obedience to him. Thank you, Thank Dana. You. That was great. Thank you for saying that was really good. Thank you so much.